driving directions on your phone? Oh no! That's not fun! Navigate hands-free with Apple CarPlay. Everybody, welcome to the latest episode of Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. This is your podcast for Thursday, June the 17th, 2021. This is season six, episode six, I believe. And tonight we have the man himself, Bing Flores, the guy who heads, heads uh, his hat and is the, the leader of the TGIF Friday Night Rides and is the man behind the Honda Grom lifestyle for SoCal will be joining us on the podcast. Uh, I've been trying to get Bing on the podcast for over a year now. And, you know, he works nights. So it's tough for him to actually get time off. And uh, he was able to, I guess, massage his schedule a little bit tonight for us so he can spend an hour. We're really looking forward to that. I've had uh, countless uh, good times with Bing and all the folks that I've been lucky enough to meet through the uh, TGIF rides and I just wanted to spend some time with him and give you guys a chance to get a little bit of an up close and Recording personal. Recording in progress. Uh, we've got a good show in store for you, uh, and we're also uh, we've been we've been kind of off and on with the podcast for a lot of reasons. Uh, I've been still pursuing our Joe's Mini Bike Reunion event, working with the LA County, and it's uh, it's been tough. There's not a lot of uh, return phone calls. Uh, there hasn't been any confirmation. Uh, I'm on the list. I filled out the application. Uh, I, I reached back to them recently, and they told me that, uh, yes, we, we, we have everything we need from you. We were focusing on the youth activities now. So without being too much of a pain in their ass uh, and still being uh, a little bit persistent, uh, I continue to pursue that. And because I don't have a date, it's very awkward for me because most of the times I'm out and about, uh, if people may recognize uh, Joe's mini bike reunion because the hat or the face or who the fuck knows, they asked me, when's the event? And I'm tired of telling everybody I don't have a date. So we're laying low because this, this podcast was really a house organ for us to promote the event. Uh, it's morphed into a little bit more than that. And we're pretty happy. And we're also happy to have our presenting sponsor with us. Our friends from pioneer car electronics, you know, pioneer is the global leader in car electronics and they're proud supporters of automotive events everywhere, including Joe's mini bike reunion. No matter what you drive, Pioneer has got the gear to upgrade that ride so it sounds better and helps you connect to the latest technology like Bluetooth, Apple CarPlay, Android Audio, and uh, Amazon Alexa. Remember, don't break up with your car, upgrade it. Learn more from our friends at pioneercarelectronics.com. I'll also like to give a shout out to our friends over at Studs Racing. Studs Racing is your one-stop shop for all your mini bike needs. Uh, Eric has been uh, with us and a supporter of the podcast uh, for a long, long time. 
Those of you who had a chance to meet him when he was out at Joe's Mini Bike Reunion a couple of years ago, had a chance to meet a really cool guy. Um, I've been using that stand, that adjustable mini bike stand, and it's been helping me save my back. This past, uh, well, the last time I had the podcast, since the last time I've been, I've been working on my bikes a little bit. Uh, I purchased a Taco 100, um, an MB 100, and I really hadn't ridden it much. And I took it out maybe last Saturday. And the, you know, it's got a dual chain setup, the clutch to the jack shaft and to the jack shaft to the rear. And the chain kept popping off. And then uh, ultimately the master link popped off and I couldn't find that. And it seems as if the rear wheel just, it wants to toe out on an angle. And as a result, the, the sprocket and the jack shaft gears just aren't lining up. So I was dicking around a little bit, uh, maybe an hour or two doing that. Uh, I have that Indian, that papoose that my buddy John uh, from JDM, Johnny DeMesa was helping me with. Uh, we put a different piston in there, a couple other little things. And now we're working on the carburetor. And it's, you know, it's one of those Delordo carbs, that US 19B or 19 USB. And it's got that needle with the float. I've got a replacement needle and I'm trying to find the float. And that's been like finding a, a needle in a haystack. But it's all part of the deal, right? Uh, actually, it's part of the fun too. It's been hot out here. Uh, it's been really warm. Like, you know, the heat that you hear about. It's 90s, 95 in, in Arizona. And a shout out to all our Arizona friends. It's already in the hundreds, 110. So the warm weather's out. Uh, I'm hoping that the warm weather is meeting and greeting all you folks out there in the Midwest and on the East Coast. Uh, I know you guys don't have that luxury. And when it's warm, everybody's out and about. So hopefully everybody's enjoying that nice weather. Got your mini bikes riding and you're spending some time out there. Uh, this weekend, it's going to be a big one here in L.A. You've got the Goonies of SoCal invading Southern California starting this Friday night. There'll be a big um, ride. Uh, I believe it's taking off from our typical uh, takeoff point uh, on, is it first in Beaudry? That's Friday night. And then Saturday, there's a big ride, I think, uh, in Gardena. Kicks off at 2 o'clock. And then Sunday is Lot Day, where everybody, uh, like our friends from Mini Rascals and Lenny and all the group, are out there doing their stunting. So it's riding, more riding and stunting. Uh, I'm looking forward to being with the guys on Saturday, uh, rolling down there with my buddy Ernesto. Uh, I can't quite do the whole weekend. Uh, it's tough. Unless you're superhuman and have the powers of being Flores, um, are you able to ride on a Friday night from, well, he probably leaves his house around seven. He probably gets home about one, maybe. Uh, he's up the next morning, uh, early riding, coming back probably late afternoon. And then he's out Sunday. It's just amazing. Um, I don't have that ability yet. Um, and I haven't, I haven't been able to make the entire weekends of activities. Those of you who are able to uh, enjoy it, brother, it's going to be great, but I'll be out there on Saturday. If you want to find out more about that Goonies ride, you can just check them out on their Instagram page. Um, okay, so I wanted to um, have this guy on our show for, as I said earlier in the podcast, for quite a long time. Um, before we bring him on, I want to just tell you a little bit about him. Uh, Bing Flores is the head guy at the TGIF, as well as um, uh, the guy behind the Honda Grom Lifestyle. He's now uh, trying to talk really low on his phone so we don't hear him, but we hear him. Uh, and we're going to be on quickly, Bing. So if you guys are trying to reach out to Bing right now, leave him alone. He's on a podcast. <laughs> so Bing's the leader of this SoCal mini moto scene. And when I talk about the mini motos, 
uh, I'm not referring to our Polestart mini bikes. I'm talking about our Honda Ruckuses and our Honda Groms and um, our Honda Monkeys and our scooters, uh, the 50cc gangs, uh, the Kawasaki 125 guys. Uh, and now it's got the Cub and it's got all these crazy customs from Steady Garage and all these stunter bikes. Uh, we even have a couple of big bikes roll out with us occasionally, but it's kind of a small bike world. Uh, and we wouldn't really be doing all these activities if it wasn't for Bing because he heads up these rides. Uh, he's an owner. Uh, you always see him in his white OG ruckus, but he's got a Honda Grom. He breaks out the yellow monkey. Um, I know he's got some clone Vespas and a, a YSR 50, and that's just what I know. But in addition to being an enthusiast, uh, he's a collector. Uh, from what I can tell, it extends beyond the bikes. He's got a pension and an interest with import cars. Like most of us do, we all kind of rub both ways. Um, there's even a separate Instagram page for his hobby uh, where he collects die-cast cars. So the guy is truly, truly into it in all ways, shapes, or forms. Uh, he also finds time for his family because despite the fact that he'll be out all Friday night and Saturday, you also notice when he posts that he's finding time for the things that really matter, which is his wife and his kids, and they're out doing things. So I think that's a little bit of a reflection on the kind of guy that we're talking about. Uh, I think he's got strong leadership skills, just to be able to put up with all us maniacs every Friday night. And believe me, it's not easy. Uh, but Bing maintains a cool demeanor and disposition, which I think suits us all well. Uh, I, I notice and I watch him work, and he's working the crowd with all the OG guys, making them happy, but he's also the first one there for the newbies when they show up to give them that greeting that's so important. You know, it's like your first day in jail. Everybody's going to rob you and rape you. Somebody's got to give you a little bit of a heads up on what goes on. And that's what Bing does on these TGIF rides. Um, he's personally helped me in ways that he probably doesn't know. The ability for me to break out of this COVID-19 craziness and look forward to like a kid Friday night rides. And I get to go out and meet with hundreds of folks that I would have not have met uh, had I not been a part of this TGIF deal. Um, it was helpful in many, many ways to me, and I'm sure others. Um, as a result, I wanted to have him on the, the podcast so you guys can get to hear a little bit from the man himself. And with that, uh, join me in welcoming to the podcast, Mr. Bing Flores. Bing, how you doing, buddy? How you doing, Joel? <laughs> Thanks for inviting me. Uh, a pleasure. It's usually um, uh, a chore uh, to try to secure you on the podcast. We bopped around from Thursday nights to sometimes Wednesday nights. And I know that you're always working. Um, you're able to get out of that tonight. Bing, for the folks who may not know, tell them what you do, will you? Uh, Joe, I, uh, I'm a caregiver for people with autism and people with Down syndrome. So I take care of people with mental disabilities. And uh, I, I manage a group home in West LA. I work graveyards. And I'm lucky because uh, my boss is uh, a very good person and uh, I only work four days a week. So I get three days off. That's why I'm able to, uh, uh, you know, do a TGIF Saturday and I can have a, a rest after, you know, the big rides. So do you think that uh, being in that type of work where you see some things that um, not most folks are able to cope with or, um, deal with for you think from consistently being in that position that the release and the the relaxation you get on the rides is even more uh valuable to you 
Yeah, of course, Joe. Uh, my my work is very stressful, and you know, it's it's a very hard job. And uh, when weekend comes, Friday comes, I'm so excited. But uh, it's it's really a great job. But uh, you you gotta have a lot of patience. That's why I have a lot of patience with the you know with the writers, with new writers, the old writers when we do our rides, because my job uh, requires to be you know you have to be have a lot of patience. So the Grome Riders, the Friday night craziness, that's easy. That's nothing. You know, <laughs> I, I can handle that. Yeah. Uh, putting no it all in perspective, I, I can see where it's a piece of cake in comparison to maybe some of the other challenges you have uh, throughout the night. Uh, yeah, sure, obviously, yeah. Bing, that's, um, that's yeoman's work. And the fact that um, you do that type of work is not a surprise to me. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of folks whose uh, families are directly affected by what you do there. But even for those of us who don't have any relationship with the folks that you take care of, uh, a big thank you for that. Uh, Bing, there's been, um, there's been an ongoing interest in these TGIF rides and all the other things that we do. But before we get into that, tell us a little bit about you when you were young, uh, where you were born, uh, how you kind of got out here to the LA scene and when you really started to ramp up your interest with motorcycles, particularly these small bikes, how did it all start? Well, I was born in the Philippines and in, you know, I was born in Manila and in the Philippines, one of the major transportation is a motorcycle and the scooters. So I grew up with scooters, motorcycles, and even bicycles. And in 1983, I, we moved here to the States and we lived in, I lived in Rochester, New York, and it's not too far from where you live. I think you lived in Ethica, New York. Uh, uh, Utica. Utica. Kinda, and there is an Ithaca, but it was Utica. Good memory. Utica, New York, yeah. I, I've been there many, many times, and it's, it's very, very nice. And uh, I heard there's a lot of uh, Rome riders up in Rochester, New York, in upstate New York. But they can only ride like uh, six <laughs> months out of the year. If that. <laughs> you know, the winters in upstate New York, it's brutal. <laughs> That's for sure. I've got yeah. So 1986, I visited my brother here in LA and I stayed in LA. I never went back. <laughs> LA, we have the best weather and, you know, we have a lot of car scene and, you know, motorcycles and we ride all year round. So I really love LA. Then uh, after the, the car scene, I bought a Rokas and all of my cars, I just put it aside and all of a sudden, you know, the Rokas came, the Grom came, and when we started TGIF, we were only four of us. Me, my wife, Steve, and Doreen. And, and all of a sudden, now it's sometimes TGIF, we have like, I think the most that we had was, was about 80. 80 yeah, I, I, I thought, honestly, there's a couple events which were over 100. When the COVID kind of relaxed just a tiny bit, people were dying to get out. And I don't know, being if it's going back four or five months, but I, I swear I counted over 100, and it sure seems like that regardless. But to go from two couples to 10s to 20s to almost 100 people. Um, Bing, how did that um, – that didn't naturally happen through osmosis. How, how, how did it go from two couples to – like when did we loop in some other guys? When did that, that, well, that the, force the, and grow? The power of social media nowadays, it's amazing because uh, – like I said, we started like four writers. Then every Friday night, we would I would post a flyer, and it became like 20, 30. And just the, 
Instagram uh, changed everything. Uh, I know Facebook's been there for a while, but Instagram, everybody has Instagram. You just hashtag, you know, Honda Grum, and it's just, it just exploded. Is that and what now, happened? Yeah, and now that we have the Z125, the Monkey, and the Roka scene is coming back, uh, thank God for a lot of the other groups out there, like Rokus Republic, Dirty Riders, they're bringing back the Rokus and the scooter scene. And uh, two weeks ago, they had like a, they have a Man in the Box had a had a event in Alabama. It's called the Barber Barber. They went to Barber Motorsport and the drag racing, the two strokes are all coming back. And, you know, it's just amazing. And it's good that there's a lot of other groups that's hosting other rides nowadays, you know, like like on a Friday night when I can make it, the, the Ron from Mini Rassel's there, Downey Grom Squad is there, Lenny's there, everybody's helping, you know, and I can even take time off on a Friday nights because of these groups. And I really appreciate the other groups that's helping the Mini community, you know, be just one, you know, hopefully it will go strong and uh, have more, good more years. And yeah, we're for the Joe Mini Bikes too, because that's, we're, that's one event every year that we're very excited to uh, participate. Thank you. Um, what Bing was referring to earlier was the, um, that small bore uh, event. And that was um, covered largely on uh, some of the social media posts from Steady Garage. Uh, great turnout there. They had, um, they had pavement racing. They had um, uh, dirt trials. And I was watching people fall off and blow by. It, it was awesome. Um, I, I love those opportunities where not only can you have an event, but you can also put them in motion. Uh, we struggle out here in California, as we all know, uh, being able to ride bikes, especially those that aren't registered, like some of the Polestar mini bikes. But for our group, we do enjoy that luxury where we can ride off-road, but we can also legally ride on the road. And I think that's also a big part of why I crossed over, so to speak, uh, from the traditional Polestar mini bike riding, which was tough, uh, and enjoyed the easiness of just putting a helmet on and riding legally on the road um, where we can go anywhere and, and, and not have to worry about cops taking our bikes or them being illegal to ride. So yeah, there's all those activities and all those events that happen. And there were so many of them that it's nice to see that you are getting a break because I, I don't know, as I said earlier, how you're able to do it every, every Friday and then do the rest of your life and then go out and ride on Sunday. There's, at, at some point, especially as we get a little bit older, our ability to be out there at every event, every day, every weekend, every month, every year is, is tough. So uh, for those folks that you recognize that started to take over some of those rides, like the Ruckus Republic and whether it's Mini Rascals or the Downey Grom Squad, or now uh, this weekend, the Goonies from SoCal, uh, gives you a chance to kind of uh, rest your batteries as well, right? Uh, yes, Joe, it really helps me a lot. And I would like to thank my wife because without my wife, I won't be able to ride, you know. Uh, What's your wife's name, Bing? Cecilia. Uh, I, I think I've indirectly uh, thanked her uh, sometimes for sharing you with us. Yes. And, and you know, Linda's great too. Boom Boom is, um, she knows when I need to get out. She, you know, she, she can see me. She can see me pacing like a tiger or I always give her a heads up like the day or morning of that I'm, I'm going to go out 
And, you know, I don't take advantage of it. You know, I could, I know I could be out there Friday and Saturday and Sunday because there's already somebody riding, but I just typically keep it to one day uh, because it is important to, to balance the two. So you, you came out here from uh, where they hosted the Thrilla in Manila, Ali, <laughs> Ali Foreman. I have my pennant somewhere around here. Um, and, and motorcycles were pretty much the, the mode of transportation. You come out to L.A., you just follow suit. And now you've got this small gang and Instagram's grown it from four people to, let's just say, 20 or 30. Who were some of those old school guys? That oh, were was was it guys like Mitch? Was it guys like uh, I don't know who? Who were some of those OG guys that were with you running around early, Bing? Some of the guys that are OG, they went, they bought big bikes and they uh, they moved on, but they they still have their their grounds. But you know, I would like to thank uh, Dante and Michi. They've been they've been there for a long time, and you know, like Wasabi Grom, Orimori, they've been there for for the long time. And there's a lot of new people helping me, like Hugo Lara. And, you know, there's too many that, that I want to mention, but, you know, I don't want to miss anybody. But, like, Joe, you're one of the old, old school guys with us, you know. So it's really, really good, you know. And, uh, but most of them, uh, I see them, like, on big rides, like on a, on a big, big event rides. Then, then you won't see them again for another 365 days. So yeah. So, you know, they're, they're around, but, you know, uh, there's a lot of people I would like to thank, you know, like, uh, you know, like to thank the Goonies because they took over and, you know, Doug and Richard and a lot of people, you know, that I like to mention, but I don't want to miss anybody, but, you know. It's- well, you're strategically knocking them off one by one. And believe me, um, there are many. Whenever I write my list <laughs> of shout outs, <clears throat> I have a certain group that are like my core, but there's many, many others. And I, I think that they all recognize the fact that we're in this together and whether their name's mentioned on a stupid podcast or not, that's really not the deal as much as the spirit is that we, um, we really have a brotherhood. When you show up on Beaudry and first on Friday night around eight o'clock and your week's over and um, you're doing something that you like, uh, it's, it's, no matter who that person is, no matter uh, how well you've known them, uh, it's a good spirit. Everybody down there is there for the same reasons. They have a good time uh, and to just kind of cut loose a little bit, to just enjoy yourself. Let that wind fly in your face. Um, see some of the folks enjoy what we're doing. You know, there's nothing better than being at a light across the Staples Center with huge marquees and murals of Kobe Bryant. And you're like in the heart of L.A., and there's people on the corners with their phones videotaping and photographing you and cheering for you like they would for the Lakers. There's, there's a really weird fake superstar feeling you get when you're a part of that group. And, you know, uh, even at 62, it's, <laughs> it's exciting as shit to go down there and pretend you're somebody for just riding a stupid motorcycle. There's uh, you know, you just don't get that, you know, are, are those some of the things being that, or actually just ask you, what is it about the Honda Gram? Uh, TGIF rides that you you like the most? Is it the people? Is it just being out there? What is it? You know, this past, uh, this last three TGIF, really, we didn't really ride. We just met and we just went to Hollywood and we just hanged out. So yeah. I think because we, we've been all over LA, I'm, I'm running out of places to go. <laughs> so I just take people to Hollywood and we just, just like, like our last TGIF, 
we just went to downtown to Hollywood and we kicked back in Hollywood. I think it's just the family, the people. You gotta remember all of this, all of these Rome riders, they have big bikes. And people they make fun of us, oh you guys gotta buy, buy a real bike. We all have big bikes and on the weekends we just park our big bikes and we just it's just a family, you know. It's just you know, even the stunners, the stunners lately, they've been getting a bad rap, but most of the some of the nicest people that I met on, on a grump are the stunners. So and let's stay on the let's stay on the stunters for a second, Bing. Um, and before we get that, I want to give a couple of shout outs uh, for those folks who are uh, listening in. Uh, Lercy, what's happening, DJ LaRock, uh, Robert Betson, uh, welcome to the podcast, Darren Van Sickle, uh, Nate Hudo, uh, my buddy Steve Campbell. Wow, wow, wow. There's a guy who ran uh, all those famous car magazines, Hot Rod Magazine, Four Wheel and Off Road, Four Wheeler, countless others. Uh, my buddy Paul Giotto, uh, Papa Smurf, what's happening? Dave Ramiro, Justin Bett, Mike O'Neill, Big Dane Walton. Uh, good to have you guys watching. Appreciate it. Brian Ekstrom, what's happening? Brian, Bree, and Jessica. Uh, Gail and Jerry, thank you, everybody, for tuning into the podcast. It's been, it's been a minute. Uh, yeah, Bing, uh, when, when we go to these, uh, uh, these events, there's, there's kind of groups. There's the old school guys that maybe you and I will, will, will fall into that group. And, you know, we'll bring out one bike one week and another bike the other week. We're kind of going, we're riding. There's a group of newbies that show up and they don't know what side's up, but they're just happy to be there. And we kind of got that group. And then we've got the stunters. And those guys, uh, it's, it's all about one wheel. And it's, it's, it's all about those guys uh, having a, a chance to express themselves individually, or in some cases, a few of them. Uh, they do get a bad rap just because some people perception is reality. If they see you're doing a, a, a wheelie, they think you're some wild, crazy person, and that's their interpretation, and then that, that's their expectation. Uh, it doesn't always necessarily turn out that way, where a guy, just because he's doing a wheelie, he's a, he's a nut job. Uh, to your point, a lot of those guys are some of the nicest guys you ever meet. Um, but they do, they are a topic, good, bad, or indifferent. Um, you always have a nice way of setting things up, which is that you ask the stunters to be careful, and they have a special place on the ride. And then if you're a non-stunter, stay away from the stunters. You, know, you, you kind of keep it simple. Is it always that simple? Uh, yes, Joe, it's simple. But the thing is, I try to... Uh... I try to hologram lifestyle. That's why it's a lifestyle. It's not only the people that are doing Canyon. It's people that are on the Grom doing Canyon, people lower Groms, people doing stunning because it's a lifestyle. So I try to merge that together and it's very, very hard, but it works. If you have, if you talk to people before the ride, the stunners, you talk to the group, you talk to the, the beginners, and you talk to this the OG guys, it works. And on a Friday night, everybody gets along. Some other groups they would host a ride, but they won't talk to the stunners. They'll just go, just go right, and it's chaos. But the stunners and the OG group, and then the beginners, if you talk to them, pull them on the side, they would listen. And like I said, some of the nicest people that I met on a Grom are the stunners. You just get a bad rap. Because of course, you know, you're doing wheelies, you're doing burnout, but that's, that's, that's the wrong way to look at those stunners. That's why I try to merge everybody 
together. And e- even on our canyon rides, the stunners go. We went on a, we went on a canyon ride, and there were some stunners with us, and it, we had we had a lot of fun. So, For those of you who may wonder um, about the TGIF, which we affectionately um, abbreviate and talk about, they're the uh, Friday night rides. Uh, sometimes, well, it, all the time on Fridays, we don't know where we're going. Uh, it's not pre-announced. A lot of rides are. Hey, you know, we're going to be meeting at Joe's house and we're going to ride over to Emmanuel's house. You know, there's a, there's a, a starting point and an ending point. With TGIF, uh, there's no certain locale or destination that we're going to have that night. Uh, you'll let us know when we have the riders meeting, which is about 10 or 15 minutes beforehand. Bing, um, how did that develop? Was that just something that happened naturally or was it something that you thought would be fun to, to kind of not let the destination be known in advance? What, what's, the, how did, what's the story behind that? Uh, we did that because uh, we don't know uh, because nowadays we have the Groms and the Rokas. So we put the de- our destination over going somewhere here and the Rokas guys see that they won't even show up. So what I do, what, 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 what we do is uh, we... Uh, and being the reason for that is because these guys are on 50 cc. 50 cc's, yeah. And they, and they just can't go sometimes as far as some of the exactly, 125. Yeah. Okay, so I just wanted to clarify that. Sorry to interrupt you. So I wait until I see everybody at, at the lot so I can, so I can gauge. Assess, what, yeah, assess the group. As a group, are we going to go? Because if I post it, then some people, oh, we're not going to go there. You know, it's, it's boring. We did that before. In that way, people show up. And if they don't want the route, they can always leave. That's one thing good about TGIF. Anytime you want to leave, you, you can leave. You know, uh, we're not forcing you to ride with us all the way. Most of us, 90% of us stay, but you know, we have the 10% that just, just want to go home. But you know, you've seen the TGIF, we just go eat and uh, go home like I think 12 o'clock mid- at midnight. <laughs> so what we typically do um, is, you know, we'll find ourselves at, um, Griffith Park. Uh, we'll find ourselves uh, up at Griffith Observatory. We'll find ourselves going through Sunset and Hollywood Boulevard and parking in front of Brahmin's Chinese Theater and rocking all those people's minds <laughs> that are walking up and down Sunset. I got to tell you, that alone, getting off your bike on Hollywood Boulevard in front of Brahmin's Chinese Theater and just people watching and watching them acknowledge us um, the videos and the photos have to be in the millions over all these years. When we are at the corner of Sunset and Highland or Hollywood and Highland, I am telling you, we're bigger than King fucking Kong. It is amazing uh, the reaction that people um, give us when we're out and about. Is that because they wish they were us right then and there? Don't you feel a little bit like that, Bing, that those guys would trade in those fancy shoes and those fancy clothes just to be on that motorcycle like we were? Now you see that expression on a lot of the faces of the people no, that see us. Crazy. It's crazy because when we go to Hollywood Boulevard, there's a bunch of Harleys parked on the side. And uh, I think it's around Hollywood and Lexington. There's a bar over there. And they all look, you know, and <laughs> they, just, they just, you know, they're just amazed. Um, you know, who, you know, because first of all, the Grom is, is when you look at it, it's really small. And people think that what the heck are they doing on those little bikes? <laughs> and they're stunning and they're burning out and they're loud with this new A racer. And it's like a gun popping, you know, and it's like, 
you you heard it, and you know it's just they just they just want to see us. You know, Hollywood Boulevard is just different. You know, it's just people just just want to see people stunning and riding their small little bikes. But before the pandemic, we cannot park by where we park by Man Chinese Theater. We get kicked out there right away. But, yeah. But like last Friday, we were there for like forty five minutes. So we're just kicking back, and uh, I think the LAPD is a little bit uh, giving us a little break because of the pandemic. But I think after this, we're going to get chased again. So, well, we're ready for it. Um, I, I I think that going through uh, Hollywood Boulevard and Sunset Boulevard, and going through Beverly Hills, and ending up on the Sepulveda Pass at the 405, where we kind of park and everybody gets a chance to relax and party a little bit and do a little stunting. Um, you know, I roamed those neighborhoods throughout my early career uh when we go by sunset in la cienega across from carney's i worked there at peterson publishing when we ride on sunset boulevard uh and we, we break off to wilshire boulevard in san vicente i worked there when we're on highland in hollywood i worked there so when i go by there and bing that was in 1982 and here we are 2022 30 40 years later it was like yesterday so I'm riding personally, I'm riding that route, just recounting all the memories. I remember where we would have lunch. I remember where the first pot store opened up. I remember where we got thrown out. I mean, it was just, it just a, a fun time. And again, I, I've got you to thank for that because of these rides. Um, when we talked a little bit about the stunters, uh, one of the expressions that you like to use on the rides is no whiners. Uh, you're one of the last guy that would tell somebody they can't do this or they can't do that. But you also maintain a certain amount of self-respect where you won't tolerate too much whining. Uh, what is it typically that they're whining about that we're, we're not leaving on time or we're going for tacos again, or I need to get gas. What, what, what are the things that fucking drive you crazy about the whiners? No, it's just people that, you know, they come, they come to the ride and they like, they, they think they, they own the ride. They don't appreciate what we do. And, you know, and some of them, you know, they have the expensive bikes and they look down on each on other, you know, beginners. And just the, the whining starts, started with, you know, we, we, we KSU at kick, kick stand up at nine o'clock. But, you know, we have people are coming from all over, like PGI, people are coming from the IE, Orange County, even San Diego. And if I leave at nine, people will be, you know, we have to be a little bit, you know. Uh, flexible, right? Flexible. And, you know, yeah. people are whining, oh, it's already, it's already nine o'clock and we're still here. And, you know, and they, they, get, they get mad and, you know. And people, you know, it, Friday night, it's supposed to be a ride. And, you know, we, we eat and they, they complain about the place that we eat. I have no, you know, that's why we have a vote where we're going to eat. And everybody gets along when, they, when, they, when we go to in and out But some people, oh, we don't run in and out We don't run like Tommy's. And it's just the whining and, you know, oh, you know, we need to gas up. And we, we, when, when you get to the ride, you need to gas up and, you know, just go on the ride. And I, I can accept, you know, complaints and, uh, and suggestions, but whining, no, it's, I do this for free. <laughs> I don't get paid for this, Joe. We do this you know what? Free. There's a case to be made, but maybe, <laughs> maybe you should. Um, uh, Bing, there's. Um, it's like my shirt. <laughs> no whining. 
<laughs> there you go. Yeah, someone just gave you that a couple of rides ago, didn't they? I remember they showed up with that. That's pretty cool. What's it say? No whining. What else? Underground lifestyle. Yes. <laughs> Who got that for you, Bing? Motard. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, Bing, you know, at the reunion, uh, I first met Bing through Kevin at Steady Garage, Kevin and Ray. And I have them to thank for you and I knowing each other. And I remember that they um, um, introduced me to you uh, at my show, I, I believe. And, you know, we talked for a second and then maybe a year went by or so. And then I saw you at my next show and I tried to take advantage of your expertise to help me with the judging. And I kind of put you in between a rock and a hard spot because it's tough for you to vote for a, a Grom when it may not be a part of our group. So you, you kind of guided me and helped me. And um, you gave me a, a, a really strong kick in the ass um, by the support because your group typically showed up after the event had started. So we would set up early and our bikes would be parked and things would kind of be in play. And then around 10 o'clock, you could hear the little smoky two strokes and the sound got noticeable and then louder and louder and louder. And then when you guys all showed up at the event, it was as if the event got kickstarted again and there was a whole dynamic and a whole upbeat spirit and there was a whole excitement about these Grom guys coming in. And um, when it first happened, um, I was maybe in my third, fourth, fifth year of the show. I don't know, maybe even the fifth or sixth. And, you know, sometimes with these shows, you get to a place where it's moving, but not to the pace where you would like it. It, it needs a little pump of adrenaline. And you brought that. And, and all the guys who came brought that. <clears throat> and it continues to be one of uh, what I think is one of the turning points of my event where it morphed from a traditional pull start mini bike, vintage mini bike show to um, a true show that reflected the entire spectrum of this two wheel mini moto market. And um, coincidentally, many of the top awarded bikes at the shows were CT seventies and Z fifties and now Groms and ruckuses and with the Honda monkey and the cub and the Z one twenty fives and gosh, those any other mini moto that's going to be popping up, not to skirt the clones or the Benelli's that are out there, but there's a huge group of new bikes popping up. There's the consideration now for an electric bike segment. Uh, the sky is kind of the limit. It, it appears for this mini moto segment. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of anticipating and seeing it in the future. Yet I wonder what my role is five, 10 years from now, when guys like you and I are now 65, 70 years old and it's, because it's a young man's game, as you can see it by the, the type of folks that are making up the new groups. But there's a lot of old guys like us still sticking around, getting a chance to see it at Blossom. That's kind of cool, isn't it? Yeah, Joe, it's, it's the Joe Mini Bikes. Uh, I think you, you, uh, you started it. And now, uh, like a month ago, a month, we had like, a, last month, we had like a show at Orange County. They had uh, a show. Six Scooters? Was it uh, no, six that was, uh, no, the six scooter was uh, like three weeks ago. Okay. The, the, the honors was in Orange County that was hosted by Honors and Royal Ruckus Republic. So they started that. Then six scooter. I think you, you started it. And I think the next Joe Mini Bikes reunion is going to be big. Every year it's going to be bigger because, like I said earlier, the Ruckus scene is back and the two stroke scene is back. We went to Compton a few. Last week, and we watched the mini bikes there, and there's a few two strokes there, and of course the mini bikes. Yeah, you talk about the Anna Street uh, rides on uh, the weekend. Yeah, yeah, so, quite the scene. 
So I think it's it's every year it's going to be big and like last year because of the pandemic we didn't have so many bikes and people were eager. But now for 20, if we're going to have the next so many bikes, it's going to be big, Joe. It's going to be big. Bing, um, thank you for that. Um, as I said earlier, um, we are uh, hopeful uh, with our pursuits of a date where we're trying for October the 16th. Uh, that is the request I put in all the paperwork. Uh, I wish I had something more to say. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it. And I get a sense that this year, uh, particularly, uh, in fact, I was looking for something here. Um, oh, here it is. Uh, this year, particularly, uh, I think is going to be a really big event for the mini moto fans. And, and one of the main reasons why is that um, this year, Bing, uh, you are inducted into the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Hall of Fame. Oh, man. Thanks, and, Joe. And uh, I've got a hat for you here. Uh, it may appear to be just a regular Joe's Mini Bike Reunion hat, but you'll notice on the side, it, oh, it says Hall of Fame. Uh, you're one of a dozen folks that are in the Hall of Fame. This year, you'll be uh, inducted along with Daryl Smith from Big Daddy Motorsports for the class of 2021. Uh, you'll also join us. I know Daryl. I know Daryl for a long time. I raced RC with Daryl for a long time. So you talk about two strokes. There, there's the guy. Uh, we'll also celebrate you and Daryl along with uh, Jake Moe, uh, as well as uh, Rafa from GTS uh, Hobbies. Uh, so uh, I'm going to bring you this hat on the ride oh, on Saturday, you. Bing. And I'm also going to bring a second hat. And the second hat I'm going to make available to all your fans uh, so that they can autograph it. Oh, uh, thank you. Personally, and you'll have that. And there'll be more to come, Bing, on that. Uh, we'll have a special award for you presented at the show. Uh, a few other things, but uh, on behalf you of... You don't have to do that, Joe. That's, 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 that's too nice of you. Well, it's not me, Bing. It's the it's it's not me speaking. Although my name's on the event, uh, the community is, is speaking. You oh. know, I'm just I'm just the one with big enough ears to hear the message and uh, clear enough eyes, not all the time, uh, to see what's pretty obvious. So uh, there's a case to be made. You could have been inducted into this Hall of Fame when we first started it. Uh, the fact that you and I had a chance to meet each other, and uh, there's a lot of other folks uh, I know that feel the same. In fact, I'm seeing some of them light up now. Congratulations from uh, Lair C and Johnny DeMassa and Ruben and all the other folks that are out there that are friends and fans of yours. And, you know, with that said, uh, I, I would like to recognize some of those guys um, and some of the groups. Uh, I know there's guys like Hugo and Edgar and Ruben that we talk about often. Uh, DJ Dillarock. We got Nesto and Johnny, uh, Steve, uh, Keith, Dre, Tim. Uh, we talked about uh Big Daddy Motorsports, but we've got our own Big Daddy, too, from Downey Grom uh, Squad. Shout out to Big Daddy, uh, Lenny from Mini Rascals, uh, Chris. Um, selfishly, some of my inner circle, uh, Nicole and Linda and Dave. Um, in fact, congratulations to Dave, Nicole's boyfriend. He got a new job. Uh, comes right after Nicole getting a new job, so they're kind of on their way. It's always nice to see your kids doing well. Um, I spoke to Home Alone, uh, another Hall of Famer, uh, Potter Vernell, and he's um, he's hopefully somebody I can get on the podcast again shortly to catch up with him. Uh, Arlie from AV, Arlo, uh, we've got um, my buddy Mikey, uh, Ian Cordova, uh, John Benet Ramsey, Dave Darnell, all of our friends from Arizona, the AV and Michigan. 
Uh, obviously, all of our SoCal and West Coast homies, a big shout out to all you guys. Uh, Paul Giotto, Temecula Bob, my buddy Lawrence. Uh, and here's another good example, Bing, of just what you do. There's a family, uh, a guy, his wife, and his son that are from Orange County that uh, as a family, each time there's a TGIF, they're together riding with us. They all ride. They all have their own bikes. And I don't know about you, but the last thing I was doing as a teenager was hanging around with my mom and dad. Definitely not on a Friday night and definitely not around my friends. But I can see just through that family's example, just how important and, and how much of a help it's been to have these TGIF rides and to see that family participate with us. I know that what you're doing, Bing, is, is really worthwhile, man. I don't know if, you know, we're talking about Rocco and his family, but that's that to me, when I see those three show up, I and know we're doing the right Cisco, thing. The dad is Cisco. Yeah. Cisco, yeah. Great deal. So um, uh, continue to good work, uh, Bing. Thank you for uh, finding some time for us on the podcast tonight. Uh, before I let you go, is there maybe anything that uh, you wanted to um, to leave us with or anybody that you wanted to give a final a bit of recognition to or a shout out or any announcements? Yeah, I just like to thank everybody that, you know, helps, you know, that helped me on a Friday night uh, and all my friends. There's a lot of you out there. You know, I love you all, you know, and thanks, thanks for uh, being patient and, and all the people that, you know, even the new people, you're always welcome to join us. Just look for me being, you have any problems with other writers, just let me know. And, you know, it's just, just ride safely and stay safe and keep riding your drum, Z125, Rokas, your scooters, and just, you know, just be nice to other people. And you want to be, you want to be really, really nice with people that are, that are around you. So you, that, that makes the ride really, really uh, perfect. Bing, where would you suggest newbies go for more information? I know that you have the Honda Grom SoCal Lifestyle on Instagram. Uh, for new folks wanting to find out where the next ride is or how they can get involved, is that how you suggest that they get a hold yeah, of you? Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. One thing good about our Facebook, it's public, so you can post your bikes, uh, your your rides, your group, or your anything you want to sell about, you know, uh, anything with, with the Grom. So our Facebook page is open. Uh, like I said, you can post your bikes and follow us on Instagram. And we always post our uh, our flyers for TGIF, like on Wednesdays and sometimes Thursdays. But this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, don't forget, guys, it's going to be big. Uh, the Goonies uh, uh, event is going to be starting Friday, then Saturday and Sunday. People from Arizona, Las Vegas, Bay Area, they're all going to come. Uh, Monday, Friday, tomorrow ride is going to be hosted by the Ron Mini Takeover. And I'm honored to, uh, to host, thank, thank, thank you to uh, Doug and Richard because they gave me the Saturday ride. So I'll be hosting the Saturday ride. It's going to be in Gardena. Uh, we meet up at one, we KSU at two, and you know, hopefully everybody can join us and uh, it's going to be a good ride. I'll be out there on Saturday myself. Uh, for those of you who like a little night ride, and I understand they're going to hit the streets on Friday night, you can check that out. And for you guys who like to stunt, it's going to be lot day on Sunday. It's the Goonies, SoCal Invasion this weekend, and uh, Bing is sponsoring the Saturday night ride. Uh, Bing, thanks so much for uh, being uh, on the podcast tonight. Um, congratulations on your induction to the Hall of Fame. I'll be bringing that hat out. Uh, once again, if uh, you guys want to join me in welcoming Bing, 
to the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Hall of Fame. That'd be really, really cool. Um, on behalf of everybody who joins you on those Friday nights, being a heartfelt thank you for all your efforts, and I look forward to seeing you, brother. Thank you, Joe, and thanks, Emmanuel. Thanks, everybody. Stay safe out there. All right. Thank you. There he is, Bing Flores. So, folks, um, we appreciate you listening in. We hope you enjoyed the podcast as much as I do. Uh, there's a couple points of business that I'd like to uh, just address, if I could, before we break out. Also, if Emmanuel, if you could take a look into your uh, busy schedule and see what you've got open for our next podcast. We'll try to get one in somewhere around July or so. It's the upcoming July 4th holiday, everybody. So uh, get ready for that. I hope you're, you're all set for that. Um, I want to give a shout out to Aaron Munda. Aaron Munda, the voice of Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. You'll notice at the very end of the podcast, it's Joe's Mini Bike Show. Uh, that uh, voice, as well as those graphics and um, that really cool part of what we do here at Joe's Mini Bike Reunion is um, something that Aaron did. Uh, congratulations to him celebrating and enjoying his 16th birthday yesterday. Uh, e son and daughter are some of the coolest kids and some of the smartest kids. And uh, it's nice to... Um, to watch him grow. He's going to be a big boy and who knows, maybe we'll be seeing him on some of these upcoming Joe's mini bike reunion rides um, on a, on a sour, not a sour note, but on a really sad note, um, rest in peace to Greg Morrison, uh, Craig Morrison, uh, the son of art Morrison, the leading manufacturers of uh, chassis in the hot rod industry uh, and tragically lost his life to COVID uh, this past week. Uh, he's a young strapping 40 year old, um, Great guy. He was the face of Art Morrison chassis working alongside his dad. He had a young son, a beautiful family, and uh, the automotive aftermarket industry is in shock over the loss of Craig Morrison. So we offer our condolences to Craig uh, and uh, a special uh, heartfelt uh, message to Art Morrison, his dad and his mom. I'm sure that this has been a, a terrible, terrible time. It's been a tough one for hot rodders this year. Uh, we lost um, Cameron Coker as well, Corky Coker's son in a tragic car accident. Um, and he too was uh, starting a young new family. So, uh, you know, it makes you wonder. Uh, Bing said to ride safe. Uh, I still see folks that are showing up on the rides with um, less than protective gear. Uh, dude, put on some gloves. Take off those sneakers, put on some boots, uh, wear a jacket with some padding. Um, I don't know. Just do what you can to help yourself, right? Because um, life is precious. Uh, and I also want to address something that really kind of upset me. But, you know, I just chalked this up to that's how it goes. Recently, a Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Hall of Famer, uh, a gentleman that I've known for a long time, uh, he's... He's been on the podcast several times. He's had dinner at our house. He's been inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, apparently has uh, produced a video over uh, an issue where he was called out for uh, ripping someone off. Uh, it's Charles Minnie Drag Bike Mosley, who I thought was a really good friend. And apparently there seems to be some issues. Uh, Charles... Uh, put a video out suggesting that um, the person he had a problem with was telling a lie and that Charles did everything right. And he suggested that I was a part of 
some kind of scam to retrieve these stolen products from his shop. Not only can I not explain it, but it's the furthest thing from the truth. And the guy that who was taken advantage of is a really cool guy who I found out about because he listens to the podcast. So when he's listening to the podcast and he has people come on the show, I kind of indirectly, I validate them. When I have you inducted into the hall of fame, we indirectly validate you. So I've done everything over the years I could to put a spotlight on Charles Mosley. I, I still have nothing but respect for him and like him and hope that we can maybe talk. But on this end, I call bullshit. Uh, over the years, I have defended numerous folks that have come to me and told me what a ripoff Charles Mosley is. I've, I've always supported him because I know that there's always two sides of each story. I've never had any experience where Charles done anything wrong to me. Um, this was a surprise. And what I did is I called Charles up after I was approached by one of our listeners. And I asked him if he knew the guy and if there was a problem. Charles vehemently denied the guy, didn't know him, had no idea what I was talking about and was kind of pissy that I would even suggest or call him about this. Look, I had no hesitation in calling him because I know him as a friend and I don't know him to be a ripoff artist, despite all the folks that had told me he was. So when I called him to look for some help, I didn't get that cooperative. I got someone who was in denial. I got someone who got mad. And look, where there's smoke, there's fire. When I hear from a nice guy on the East Coast, and then I hear from two other nice guys from the East Coast, and then I hear from Elliot from Northern California, and then I hear from some of the guys that kind of grew up with Charles, many of these guys I respect, and whether it's the guys that run with him or, or competitors of his or friends of his, I've heard all the comments about him. I've heard about the comments that were made about him from the folks on Anna Street, from the folks in AV, from the folks in Michigan, that he's a bad guy. Well, you, you know, you are, or you aren't. I make no judgment, but once again, uh, hey, Charles, if you if you'd like to really clear the air, why don't you come on the podcast? And maybe we can phone up a couple of the other guys that still claim that you own $4,000 and have their coils and have their carburetors and take their comments off of YouTube when they support, when they don't support the lies that supposedly are being made. Uh, jump on the podcast, call me up, uh, hit me on Facebook, hit me on Instagram. Hey, you know where I live. If, if you'd like to come on over and we can figure it out because um, no one's trying to do anything, but like we don't rip people off in this industry, not for carburetors and not for coils. Um, it's not the right thing to do. Uh, it's a small community. So there's my rant. Uh, if you decide you want to put a video up talking shit, you're going to get a little bit of a response. Uh, from what I understand, you're not in the mini bike game anymore. That, that was in the past. So I don't expect to see you really. Um, but I sure would like to hear what you have to say. And I'm sure that there's a lot of other folks on this podcast who would like to see what you have to say. Um, maybe I'm wrong. If there's folks out there that are listening and you've got something to say, let's hear about it. Otherwise, it's a dead issue to me. And um, I'll see you the next time. And I'll see everybody else on the next Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast. Have a good one, everybody.
show.